Trust. What to Watch with Entertainment Tonight's Kevin Frazier, sponsored by Bank of America. Is another hit 90s sitcom coming back? Kevin recently sat down with singer-actress Brandy. Everybody's getting back together. All these casts are reuniting. Will we see the Moesha cast get back together? I am in talks right now with the right people for that to happen. Brought to you by the Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card. Earn 3% cash back on online shopping for all the essentials in your life. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, we also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash proextra. New year, more rewards for Pro Extra. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Finally, moms and dads can keep their kids safe around the microwave. Microwave ovens will soon have a new safety feature that's long overdue, child-resistant doors. The addition comes thanks to the persistence of a pediatrician who took note of how many kids were showing up with burns at his Chicago hospital and decided to do something about it. In burn units across the country, about 22% of patients are kids, and most are admitted for that rather than burns sustained in fires, according to the American Burn Association. The ease with which toddlers can operate microwaves has led to thousands of them getting burned many severely when removing hot soup or other liquids. Matt Piper, CBS News. Here's a bottle of whiskey the new owner will probably savor slowly. A 72-year-old bottle of Glen Grant Single Malt from Scotland has just been auctioned off for $54,000 in Hong Kong. Comes in a Dartington Crystal decanter packed in an American Walmart black box. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is an advertisement paid non-attorney spokesperson, Rick LeBlanc, admitted in Massachusetts only. Sokolov Law, LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass., Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Greg Hobby, New Jersey, Michael Bo Gonzalez, admitted Louisiana. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Mesothelioma. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been affected by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-578-2400. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of U.S. veterans and trade workers are at risk for the disease. Nearly $30 billion in court-ordered trusts has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be able to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-578-2400. That's 1-800-578-2400. 1-800-578-2400. This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 to 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oaklandis Hospital. Believe in me. The school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, electronic repair, repair services, all electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call 
6704-0590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and sink softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Beach combing, baking cookies, learning French. Aren't these what you'd rather be doing than thinking about your Medicare prescriptions? Well, Walgreens is here to help you get back to it with convenient refill and pickup options, expert pharmacists to answer all your questions, and Medicare copies as low as zero dollars. Zero. Which is also the number of cares in the world you'll have as you stroll the beach eating cookies and speaking French. Oh la la. Walgreens. Zero dollar copies apply to tier one generic drugs and select plan to Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. This is Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. As Ohio begins rolling out COVID-19 vaccines for educators, we're encouraging everyone who can get a vaccine to do so. No one wants to be back in their classrooms with their kids more than Ohio's teachers and education support professionals. And the vaccine offers our best hope of getting there quickly. Still, masking and social distancing remain critical. Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. When there's something strange looking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. I-M-E-P-G-E-M-F-T! Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. And basically with Coach Art Turf before the ball game this week, the home game coming up tomorrow at the Half Shell Stadium. There is a, sort of a, an air of urgency around the office today. People going this way and that way. Coach, there seems to be a lot of confusion around this place. Well, that's right. You were observing things is uh, pretty normal. You recall yesterday, when we were talking with you about the opponent, the Georgia Institute of Football, and in fact, uh, it was during our radio broadcast, you got the call uh, from their coach saying that he was not going to be able to make the game. Well, that's right. You know, uh, TGIF is now on our hate list, even though they do have a very honorable, respected, and famous football program over there because uh, they said they called up. They wasn't going to come and play us. Some ridiculous thing about us not promising to pay them enough money to come here and pay. And, uh, of course, you know, we're not in the football business for money. You know, we, we don't care about how much money folks make. We're in it for the glory of the game and uh, just so we can institute some fine boys out there and give them education and learn them how to play football. And quite a as a coincidence, while we were still on our radio show, you got a call from a coach who was looking for an opponent this week. Well, that's right. Ain't that amazing? Just another one of them things that makes football the great game it is. You know, the coach over to East Springfield Polytechnic, ESP, called up not just a couple of minutes after we found out that uh, the folks at TGIF wasn't coming. He says, Coach, Coach, I hear you're looking for a ball game. And, uh, you know, there must have been something in the air. And, and so I figured that, well, gee whiz, if things are going to happen like this, it must be fate. 
that we're supposed to play these boys. So I quick agreed, said, you, you boys come on, we'll play you tomorrow. And so now we got us a ball game. And you don't have much time to prepare for this opponent. In fact, uh, no way to get a scouting report at this late date, is there? Well, uh, as good as uh, scouting reports has been all season, I don't believe we're going to need one. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. And this terrific program brought to you as a wonderful service by the Athens Country Club. Whoops. Well, Coach Turf, a last-minute fill-in opponent for the game this week, ESP, and you certainly haven't had a lot of time to prepare for this football game. That's right, you know, and that's just another one of them things that makes football a great game it is because you don't necessarily, even though it is nice most of the time, to know what your opponent is going to do every time he snaps a football. Uh, another one of the things you can do to prepare for a ball game is just to prepare your young men to go out there and play their finest, to play a fine ball game on offense, play a fine ball game on defense, play a fine ball game on special teams, and just concentrate on what we do best. In other words, you're just going to take your own team and try to improve in all your areas. Well, that's right, and, uh, and there ain't nobody can say that uh, in all the areas we got, we can stand some improvement. Coach Turf, if you're going to concentrate on the things that you do best, what would you say would be your best formation this week? Well, judging on what's been going on the uh, past seven ball games this season, judging all the formations we've run from, T-bone formation, Z formation, I formation, uh, the split wing formation, I'd say the best formation we got going for us is punt formation. Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. 97.1 as well. It's the party line. It's a Friday free-for-all. The sun is shining and enjoy it now because we may not see it too much this weekend. We could have three inches of snow. They say for sure two. Oh, well. You've heard me say it before. I like adventures, and uh, snow is an adventure. So, so be it. Yeah, anyway. you, you like that type of weather on the weekends or any time, no, really. I, but no, I mean, I actually prefer it during the week because on weekends I'd like to uh, do chores at home. Yeah. But. Hey, we, we didn't get in our uh, sound effects after our turf. Well, we kind of did, but they got trumped on. There we go. Okay. Shook that up a little bit. Now, come on. You got to do the uh, greeting, too, for Fridays. Yabba, daba, do. There. It is official. Spelled D-E-W. <laughs> it's official. We've stamped it a Friday free-for-all. <sighs> yes, indeed. Anyway, good morning, folks. Yes, good morning. 
We have a collection of papers to share with you today. I don't know if we'll get to all of them. They're, they're all of sort of equal importance. Some of just interest, some are COVID, some are historical, you know, just all that sort of thing. Current events, historical events. Yeah. It's, um, I guess we'll knock out the, uh, the COVID thing first. Athens County, as of yesterday, we had hit the mark of 3,944 cases. There were 40 new ones just yesterday. Um, we have, of those, 552 are active. So the, the good thing there is 3,383 have recovered. Now, of the 552 that are active, 154 are, uh, require hospital setting, okay? Vaccinations. Uh, this is always a little tricky to find, but uh, when I dig through, I do the best I can, and I believe that 3,520 vaccinations have now been, um, have now occurred. But they'll require a second shot, too. Uh, but 3,520 have now occurred in our county. And a figure that's been stayed for a long time, but I'll mention it anyway, nine deaths. Okay, state of Ohio. Uh, we are now up to 883,716 cases. Of those, um, 119,236 remain active. So again, the good news uh, that is that, um, where did it go? There it is. 764,480 have recovered. Um, in terms of those that are active, we have 6,644 in ICU. That is to say 6,644. We have 39,142 in regular hospital setting. We have 62,444 recovering at home. All of this is as of 2 o'clock yesterday. here okay I guess that's um, good enough for oh vaccinations that would be a good thing state of Ohio now up to 716,076 um, vaccinations uh, that is 6.1 percent of our population in the state. I'm not sure I mentioned that. Here in Athens, 5.4% of our population. And then uh, the two larger areas, that being the world itself and our nation. Let's, let's do the world first. Uh, by the way, there's 7.8 billion 
people living in the U in the um, world. Oh, there's another one. Oh, lost one. Actually, I I I watched a thing the other day. I got I found some website which was actually tracking in real time the world's population as well as several other places. And the numbers were constantly changing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Births recorded, <clears throat> deaths recorded. Um, and I mean, sometimes multiples per second. Fascinating. Anyway, um, but for our purposes, 7.8 billion people in the world. Um... As of yesterday, we have 101,729,243 cases. We also have had, uh, let me make sure I've got this right. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Um... At this point, 82,000, no, no, 82,480,000 have received vaccinations. That's less than one half of a percent. So the world has ways to go to catch up. You know what country is absolutely by far uh, has done the best job on this uh, vaccination stuff? Yeah. Israel. Israel. Yeah. Remarkable. Yes. Um, okay, going on. Uh, yesterday we had uh, in the world 14,885 deaths. Um, active cases in the world as of yesterday, 25,993,728. We also have this figure that I always am encouraged about, 73.5 million have recovered. And lastly, our nation itself. 332 million people live in our nation. Um, as of yesterday, we hit the mark of 26,210,003 cases. So 7.89% of our population has contracted COVID. COVID. Um... Questioning something, I see uh, a stat here that doesn't look quite right. Well, we'll just keep going. Anyway, um, 440,653 deaths have occurred in the, in the U.S. since this all began. Um... 
we presently have 9,818,000 active cases, 15,951,000 have uh, been cured, or recovered, I should say. Okay, so I, we, we've done that. We've officially gotten that done. Yeah, speaking of those uh, vaccinations, something that we've talked about previously is the uh, Johnson & Johnson vaccination. The single that, one. Yeah, that is coming out now. That uh, apparently the uh, single shot is uh, going to be uh, proven effective or has been proven effective against uh, COVID-19. Now they're saying uh, it's not as strong as some two-shot uh, doses there, but still potentially helpful, you know, for dire need of vaccine dosage. So that's that's some good news there from Johnson and Johnson. Mm. Well, uh, there there's there's four different vaccines. Um, the ones we hear most often about are Pfizer, which is uh, two shots, twenty one days apart. The Moderna is two shots. It's 28 days apart. Then the third name, I can't remember. AstraZeneca. Thank you. That's yes. a single. And the Johnson & Johnson, which uh, my former daughter-in-law is a big deal with that project. That's a single shot. And... Um, so, yeah, that was just announced yeah. um, within the last, what, 20, 12 to 24 hours, I believe. That, that it's finally been approved. I that it, that is, it is showing to appear to protect against COVID-19. The results have just come out. Today is National Corn Chip Day. <clears throat> it's National Puzzle Day. And they're talking about, like, the game, not your mentality. <laughs> um, and it's National Bigwig Day. And they're talking about having a big wig, not some guy who thinks he's cool. <laughs> no, both of those are wrong, aren't they? National Puzzle Day, that's um, something you do recreationally, like, playing cards, putting together a puzzle. Yeah. And a big wig is a, a guy who uh, thinks a little too high of himself, I think. Never mind. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, that's that what they be, are. It encourages us all to be a, a big wig of ourselves and, um, well, help help others. You know, take a take a opportunity to make a positive impact on the lives of others. I um, I came across a report. Now, you understand? For many years, I played golf. I was terrible. Why I did it, I have no idea. Uh, I was encouraged to by my buddies, right? That's and, why you did it. And um, I actually was responsible for, shall we say, overseeing 
a country club in Hawaii, which the station owned. And it was a nice course. Um, so I would play Wednesdays with my military buddies at a place called the Hawaii Country Club, right? Well, aptly named. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it sounds like it's really a fancy place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No, this, this was out in the middle of the um, sugar cane and pineapple fields and all of that stuff. Right in the middle of the island, Oahu. <laughs> and um, it was a nice course, but it was not um, plush by any means. And, um, it, 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 you know, there was no fancy clubhouse or anything like that. Certainly they had sandwiches and liquor and that sort of thing. But, um, so those were my military buddies, right? Then Saturday... I would go to the uh, over to the windward side of the island where we owned this country club. We meaning the uh, the TV stations and radio stations that I was responsible for, and play there, often with clients, advertisers. And then on Sunday, our backyard was on the Wailai, where the Hawaiian Opens held. Right. Yeah. So I'd just walk on on the 16th green <laughs> and get in a whole bunch of trouble. But Because uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to start anywhere but on um, 1 and 9, right? Yeah. Typically, that's <laughs> that's the process. <laughs> oh, well. So you would just start wherever you felt like on 16, well, the 16th, right? Uh, tee was in our backyard. Oh, never mind. Anyway, but I was terrible. I got way off the track here. I was terrible at it. So I finally gave it up. But I brought in a report this morning entitled, uh, The Best Cities for Golfers in America. Is your city up to par? What a pun. <laughs> okay. So um, let's see here. I didn't bring in the... The real detailed report, but I, nevertheless. Okay, so um, top ten. Let's see if you can guess any, Scott. Let me get a pen. Oh here. my! No, I know. It's, but there, there's a couple that be obvious. Um, well, Augusta. Not there. It's not. No. Where the Masters is played. Well, now they're saying best cities for golf. Oh, Augusta, Georgia, yeah. All right, well. Not nicest um, courses or something like best that. Best cities. Got to be, uh, I'll, I'll say Myrtle Beach is probably one of them. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not. So that, oh, let me help. Okay. Yeah, please. Okay, so let's see. Maybe if I read some of the... That's surprising that Myrtle Beach isn't in there. Let's see. Lawn Starter. Compared the 200 largest cities in the U.S. to find out which are the best for golfers. Oh, largest cities. Okay. We evaluated eight key metrics, including number of courses, number of golf specialty stores, monthly precipitation, and average temperature. Okay. Now, maybe that will change what you would have said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 
Miami, Florida. Um, not in the top ten. My goodness. Um, are there any Florida cities in there? <laughs> Actually, no. Arizona cities? Yes, several. So, Phoenix. number one, they say, Tucson, is Scottsdale. Scottsdale, yep. A lot of Major League Baseball. Number two, L.A., Los Angeles. Number three, New York City. Number four, Anaheim. Five, Las Vegas. Six, Phoenix. Followed by Mesa and Gilbert. So there's four Arizonas in there. Then San Diego and then Glendale. Those are in the top those are the top ten. Wow. Lot there are lots of Arizona cities. Four of them. I'm a little surprised and we have by four New- Californias. Too. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by New York City. Now, the worst cities for golfers in America. Uh, I'm not going to ask you because yeah, it is too difficult. Yeah, I'd have to do the Vasco da Gama on that one. Huh? That's my go-to answer when I have no clue about what the answer would be. Okay, Vasco da Gama. Vasco da Gama. He was an explorer. Oh, spell it. V-A-S-C-A. Vasco. Vasco. Da Gama. Yes. I think he was a Portuguese Look explorer. Look him up. I want to see. Why <laughs> Why would you refer to him? I have no idea. Because see, that's, that's what I, I want to find out. Why I have no idea when questions are asked. So if I don't you know, get a thought or something, that's what comes in. Why don't you say cellular telephone? I could do that, or, you know, as I've said frequently, a number two pencil eraser head. Vasco da Gama. Vasco da Gama. Look it up. I want <laughs> to a, see why he, in the world. He, he was a Portuguese explorer and the first Euro- European to reach India by sea. His initial voyage to India was the first to link Europe and Asia by an ocean route or so, route. So, so why are you bad-mouthing him? Uh, that, why, why is that considered bad, bad-mouthing? I just think that's the first thing that pops into my mind about if I don't know an answer to a question. There's no bad-mouthing at all with that. Bur- worst cities for golfers in America. <laughs> Number 200, that's the bottom of the list, Mobile, Alabama. Oh, come on. That's a beautiful city. Well, I'm just doing this. I played baseball there. It's beautiful there. Springfield, Missouri is next. Shreveport, Louisiana. Huntsville, Alabama. Okay, I don't know how this is said, and yet I know this state. Materially, Louisiana? Metairie, yep. Metairie, is it? I think it is. I'm not familiar with it, even though I know Louisiana fairly well. Anyway, Macon, Georgia, Jackson, Mississippi, Montgomery, Georgia, Columbus, Georgia, and coming in 191st, Clarksville, Tennessee. Well, um, I think that's enough on that thing. That uh, city in Louisiana is the first suburb of New Orleans. Metar- Metar- Metairie? Metairie? Yeah. And 
located on the south shore of Lake Pontchartrain, between the cities of well, New Orleans. What they're describing, I feel like I've been there then. Oh, well. Nice area, looks <laughs> looks like. Let's look at the news a little bit. All right. So, good morning. Biden's health care moves underscore. I can read this better than that. Biden's health care, the moves he's making, underscore how little Trump did to sabotage Obamacare. The Affordable Care Act. Let's see. High School Social Security Obamacare. That's a headline here. I'm working from the New York Times, folks. Obamacare endured a grueling first decade of existence. Its launch was famously clunky. It was unpopular in its early years. It narrowly escaped repeal at both the Supreme Court and in Congress. But the law, passed in 2010, and more formally known as the Affordable Health Care, I'm sorry, the Affordable Care Act, it has survived. It's more than survived. In fact, it it now stands as a monument to a particular theory of progressive lawmaking. When the federal government enacts a new benefit that makes life easier for millions of people, the program tends to endure. That describes um, universal high school, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and now Obamacare. Now, folks, I just glanced over and realized someone's trying to join us on the air here via telephone. So let's put a pause in that, and we'll bring him on board, and then we'll return to this soon. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Um. We're, this has nothing to do with what you guys have been talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, having a concern for my daughter's health. She has uh, an autoimmune disease, and she's a school teacher. Yes. And she's being forced to go to work, I guess. They have uh, face-to-face schooling at Hawking County, and she, she needs to get um, the vaccines for the, the COVID vaccine. What would she, where would she go to find out? Do you have any idea? Or well, does she you, does she live in Hawking or does she live in Athens? She lives in Perry County. Actually, <laughs> Perry. she lives in Corning. Okay, I think but that she drives over to Logan. Are is she working for the Hawking School District? Yes. Yes. Has she not talked with her? Um, leaders there to say, I've not received the uh, vaccine yet, or anything like that? Or maybe well, I'm, maybe I, I'm I misunderstanding you. Or a principal or superintendent? You know, uh, I mean, it would seem to me that, again, our frontline workers, 
Um, you yeah. know, all that. Is she considered a frontline worker. Well, in my mind, if they're asking yeah. to come back to work, that she is. Oh, they've never they've never closed the school up there. They had the kids stay home, but the teachers have continued to go in to the facility, and you know, there's been some outbreaks and and different things. Huh. And, but it's it's been treated different than Athens and uh, other schools around. And then she's heard that they were going to offer stuff to Athens first, and that kind of upset her. Uh, she goes twice a year to Columbus and gets an infusion for this disease she has okay. to boost up her immune system. And it just so happens, you know, that that's coming up in February. And and if she doesn't time this thing out just right, she can't even take the coronavirus vaccine. Okay. So I was just wondering um, if I could call or if anybody all, knows anything. It sounds like she does have a specialized case. Yeah. So it's really something her physician needs to um, okay. uh, lobby in her case for. Um, okay. But let's say she didn't have that autoimmune or whatever it was. Um, then I would think the leadership at wherever she's employed should be working in her behalf. Um, okay. And I would think that... Makes that sense. Yeah. <laughs> But I, but that maybe that makes too much common sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I tell you what. Once you get it figured out, or or let follow up with us, would you, and let okay. us know how it turns out. Okay. I we'll would do. suggest contacting the Perry County Health Department as well. Okay. In addition to uh, maybe a principal or a superintendent, yeah. like Dave mentioned, okay. and then. If nothing else, contact the Athens County Health Department. They yeah, said, my neighbor works at the Athens County Health Department. I just haven't, you know, bothered to go over and talk to her. But well, I think you need to um, bother her, yeah. <laughs> or bother yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could get serious, you know. Absolutely. Real quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be Ruth, your neighbor, does it? No, oh, okay. no. Okay. And then, well, um, Ruth is really on top of things. Yes. And, um, of course, Dick Gaskell, Dr. Gaskell's the head of it, but um, Jack um, Jack Pepper. Um, yeah, she knows him personally, I yeah. think. Well, he's the director of this okay. program. Um, any of those people, they're very helpful. Okay. So just she heard something that there was like a waiting list you could possibly get on, and if there was a an opening, you could get you know maybe like jump ahead of some people or you know I mean not not trying to start trouble or anything, but if you had a special need, you could get on this waiting list, and if they had an available opening, you could be the one to fill it. You know, I'm supposed to go get my shot. I'm I'm over sixty. I'm sixty seven. Yeah, and uh, I'm supposed to go over to Jackson next month yeah well I, i'm 71 and so next week i guess is my starting time but i've not received any notice yet yeah i and have so, to go to jackson and my mom had i had to drive her clear down to galapolis but it was so smooth i mean she used to go down there to a doctor for mm -hmm. arthritis but 
we were in and out of there actually before we got there early and we were in and out of there before our scheduled time. Was, there were so many people being helpful and they just, they just bang, bang, it was over, you know, and we were home and it was, it was a good experience. I hope I'd like to help my have. daughter. Yeah. yeah. That's terrific. Okay. Okay. Well, um, if you think of I it, figure out some morning, uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah, there's four or five okay. good uh, resources there for you to contact. Okay. Uh, so try okay. them all, especially. She's uh, just so busy. I mean, I think that's part of her problem. She's so busy, and and she doesn't take care of herself, you know. I mean, I mean she tries, but I'm going to try to help her out. So. And I appreciate you guys' help. You bet. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, you bet. You're all a right. good dad. <laughs> about, all right, try to okay. be. That's right. <laughs> Keep it up. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bud. You bet. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. So um, I just happened to glance over there and saw the phone uh, flashing, and uh, I'm glad we interrupted this story. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Good uh, question there. Yeah. And you know, uh, Jack Pepper has said on Kim and Ruth's show, you know, they they don't discriminate. So if you're not a resident of Athens, as far as residency. Before I go any further, if you, if you don't live in Athens County, uh, you know, they're not going to turn away uh, folks, too. So if you have questions, uh, give them a buzz there at the Athens City County Health Department. Well, we're um, sort of midway through a story here about um, national health care and what it may end up being under the Biden, administra- Biden administration. But uh, we also have um, inspired a series of phone calls. Yeah. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi, Dave. Uh, this is Ruth Ann. Uh, my niece, Beth, had a liver transplant in October. Yes. And she's only 63. And uh, she called the Logan Health Department to ask if she could get one because of the liver transplant. Mm-hmm. And they said, absolutely. So she's going there today to get a shot. So you might call the Logan Health Department. If she works in the Logan School District. Yeah, Hawking, yeah. Uh-huh. Very good. Well, um, okay. I thought, um, you know, I, this is going to sound funny, but I thought uh, calling the Hawking uh, Health Department was obvious uh, because that's yeah. where she's teaching. So if they haven't right. done well, that. I know they're giving shots. I know they're giving shots because she's going for hers today, and normally her age group wouldn't be getting them yet, but because of her liver transplant, they want her to have one. Good. Good Good information. Okay. Thanks yes. for the help. Okay. Yeah. You're Thank welcome. You. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And, uh, folks, once again, um, obviously some of you have the uh, phone number written down for us, but... Uh, just if you'd like to jot it down for this this conversation or any future conversation, the number here at the studio is 740-592-6646. 592-6646. And then just have it near your phone every morning, and you can join us on whatever we're into. Okay? And the... Uh... 800 numbers at triple eight yes and then the same number yeah so uh if if you're using the old-fashioned telephones where you have long distance charges uh then we have a toll-free number triple eight five nine two six six four six simple as that all right back to this um um obamacare or um anyway 
President Biden yesterday signed a package of executive actions on health care. And many experts describe them as steps to undo Donald Trump's attempted sabotage of the law. Um, see, and it goes on to say which they are. But the modest scope of the actions is also a reminder of how little progress Trump made in undermining the law. So then there's a chart here. Okay, so this this chart represents over the last 10 years the share of Americans without health insurance. So in the year 2010, 15.5% of Americans did not have health insurance. Now, each year after that, and this is with Obamacare being made available, imposed, whatever you want to call it, went from 15.5 to 15.1 to 14.8 to 14.5 to 11.7 to 9.4, and then it bottomed out at 8.6. So nearly half of those that didn't previously have health insurance um, had gained it. But there were still 8.6% who didn't have anything. Well, since then, uh, it has ever so slightly edged up to where right now we're at 9.2. 9.2% of Americans are without health insurance. Okay. So, the number of Americans without health insurance did rise during the Trump presidency because of his attempts to diminish the law. His administration did little to advertise Obamacare policies and weaken some of its provisions, like protections for people with certain medical conditions. But this increase in the number of uninsured reversed only a small portion of the decline because of Obamacare. Even after Trump, an additional 20 million or so Americans have health insurance today, largely because of Obamacare. Others have other benefits, I'm sorry, others have better benefits, like maternity care and addiction treatment or face lower costs. So what did the president do yesterday? Biden's orders still matter because Trump's actions matter. Biden will try to strengthen protections for people with medical conditions. He will also create a new three-month sign-up period for Obamacare, which will start next month, aimed partly at people who lost their jobs during the pandemic. The most recent sign-up period was in the fall. Perhaps most significant, the Biden administration plans to promote the sign-up period very heavily. 
through advertisements, email, and other outreach. What's my phone doing? Other than making noise. Go away. Go away. Should put it back in its holster. It's not so quiet. They're not so noisy there. See, I lost my place. Okay. Um, they plan to promote the sign-up period heavily through advertisements, email, and other outreach, according to my colleague, uh, another reporter for the uh, New York Times, who's been covering Obamacare for most of its existence. Biden's people think the Trump people bungled the regular enrollment period. Okay, um, this article is lengthy, so let me go down here. Well, okay, let me just summarize in my words. Uh, I don't care whether you personally liked or disliked Obamacare. It is my opinion that the general public probably liked it. But there's still people that need help. And I believe that this reactivation of Obamacare will do a lot to help a number of people. If that's too simplistic, I apologize. Okay, Scott, let's see here. I'm 71. How old are you? Uh, not 71. I'm 63 going on 36. Wait a minute. You just reversed the two numbers. That's right. Okay. Transposed them. So do you behave like a 36-year-old or if? Um, if it's necessary, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, anyway, so do you have any uh, no, thoughts just, about retirement? No. Okay. No, I, I did that once from OU. What uh, is but in my phone today? It's way too loud. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I do not feel my age at all. I still feel energetic. Uh, I still like to work out. still enjoy lifting weights. Well, doing walks, riding bikes. Retirement bicycle. doesn't mean you have to stop working out. That's right. It doesn't. You should never feel like you got to stop working out. Sometimes the weights feel a little bit heavier than they used to. <laughs> Depends on what you're lifting. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if you lift I can a, still lift my wife. Well, that's. Okay. Never mind. Where did, where did that okay. come from? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> okay, this, uh, then I'll tell you where I'm, we're going okay. with this. And we only have uh, five and a half minutes. It's probably a good thing, too. Probably. <laughs> so this is a report entitled 2021's Best States to Retire. Okay, where are the best places? Um, if retirement is still a big question mark, for you, because of finances, consider relocating to a state that lets you keep more money in your pocket without requiring a drastic lifestyle change. 
Um, okay, well, let's just do it. So we've got affordability, we have quality of life, and we have health care. Those are the three big items to consider. Um, the number one state. This time you might get it. Florida. Correct. <clears throat> it ranks number one for uh, best states to retire. Arizona? Um, just a minute. Arizona oh, okay. comes in 17th. Okay. Okay, Florida number one. In terms of affordability, it's number four. By the way, Alabama is number one in affordability. Quality of life, they say it's number six. New Hampshire is number one in that. Healthcare, 28th. And Hawaii is number one in that. But when you take the four groups, the, I'm sorry, the three groups, and add the total scores together and all that, Florida is the best overall nationwide. Number two, Colorado. I love Colorado. Number three, Delaware. I love Delaware. Number four, Virginia. Once again, I love Virginia. Number five, North Dakota. It's not my place. Number six, Montana. It's okay. <laughs> Number seven, Idaho. Not too bad. Eight, Utah. Again, not too bad. Ninth, Minnesota. I really don't have a whole lot of experience with Minnesota. Number 10, New Hampshire. I like it. Number 11. Wyoming. I had a feeling that was coming with your, your nonverbal gestures yet there. Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> it's 14th in affordability, 13th in quality of life, and 29th in health care. Folks, once again, I love to tease Wyoming, but I also have a great respect in liking of it. It would be a wonderful place to retire. But in terms of livelihood and career and things that are important before you retire. Uh, it's, it's more complicated. But to go there and live in Story, Wyoming, that's a community up just in the lower mountains or any place in Wyoming and, and enjoy it Okay, number 12, Missouri, then the 13th, South Dakota, 14th, North, South Carolina, North Carolina. Let's see here. So number 17th, worst states to, best and worst to retire, Arizona, 17. 
Number 18, Hawaii. Well, at this point, we're kind of in the middle of the list. So let's go to the bottom of the list and work our way back up a little ways. So the worst state in which to retire, what do you think? Oh, my. Eh, I bet uh, you get it. I don't know. West Virginia? Uh, it's, it's 44th out of 50. I figured they would take a poke at them again. It's 44th out of 50. There's okay. 50 states, of course. Um, they say New Jersey is 50th. Oh. New York State, 49th. The state of Mississippi, 48th. New Mexico, 47th. Rhode Island, 46th. Kentucky, 45th. Well, you get the point. So, kind of an interesting study. They do pose some questions, but we're out of time, aren't we? I think we are. So, um, Bobcats tonight. Go Bobcats. And we'll see you folks on Monday. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Johnson & Johnson has just crossed a vaccine finish line with phase three trial results from its new COVID shot. There's no question that this vaccine is going to be a game changer. The company's Dr. Matai Mammon says it offers 85% protection against severe coronavirus cases and 66% protection overall. Pluses, the vaccine requires just one dose and it can be stored in a regular refrigerator. As for availability, CBS's Dr. Tara Narula. The U.S. government has pre-ordered about 100 million doses, but Johnson & Johnson only expects to have fewer than 10 million doses available for February. Of course, the FDA still needs to review the data to see if this vaccine is effective enough for use. More from correspondent Cammie McCormick. There are a lot of questions. Will the Johnson & Johnson vaccine be more effective against the variant from South Africa that is now here in the U.S.? And although health experts say the current vaccines can be adopted, that could take time. In the meantime, more variants could pop up. Expert Aileen Marty says there's never been a more important time to mask up. Every time it gets transmitted is an opportunity to form a new variant, so we have to break the chains of transmission. One virologist told the New York Times the pandemic is a lot more complicated now than it was just a couple of months ago. In Gainesville, Georgia, there's a claim employees warned poultry plant operators about a nitrogen leak 